Mercy trumps judgment. Let's have this important conversation on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Pushback. I'm Dr. Johnny, and you can't even make this up. I'm flabbergasted at the events of this week. You know, I recorded my podcast last Tuesday, which I believe was the day of uh, the Georgia Senate runoff elections, uh, and talked a lot about that and the culture in which we have and are living in right now, uh, only to be followed by the day I released the podcast, which was Wednesday, which is when all the events took place at the Capitol. Uh, you may think that I'm just a super powerful person and, and are causing all the events to take place just so that I have all of this stuff to talk about on my podcast. I'm not that powerful. Uh, this is happening in real time, and it is uh, humbling, honestly, to talk about all of these things. Um, but I'm also so grateful that the Lord has given me this platform to do that. And all of you wonderful listeners, uh, the numbers are growing, and I'm so grateful for that, too, uh, because these are important topics. We have to talk about them, and we have to be able to talk about them, have the words to be able to engage culture on, on such important matters that are not only affecting our country, but our everyday, and most importantly, our culture. Uh, so it is my heart again this week just to, to share my perspective on what is happening in this world. And I think this is going to be one of the most important podcasts in regards to our positioning and strategy going forward. So please hear my heart in this. Last week, I called for action. Um, I did not call for the action that took place by just a few uh, at the Capitol. See, I called for us to engage the culture with honor. What we saw at the Capitol really for most part and for uh, most of the time was honoring. I know several people who were there uh, and heard their testimony. And it was honoring, respectful, it was peaceful, but it was overrun by dishonor, by those who felt uh, that they could take their dishonor and push it literally beyond a boundary and a barrier. And it proved that day and the days since over this last week of exactly what I've been talking about, that dishonor closes conversation. It actually does the very opposite thing that is desired, which is to be heard. It made the cause of what we talked about last week, our reasonable suspicion, it made that cause more unheard. <laughs> now, maybe there were bad actors instigating it for that very purpose, but it still proves the point 
that when we operate in dishonor, it actually closes conversation and actually inhibits the progression of the very thing that we are looking for, and that's to create conversation and real change. So what happened in the Capitol was was the absolute demonstration of dishonor. And what has occurred since then, the closing of the conversation, the closing of the debate, is actually the fruit of dishonor. Now, we all uh, have felt or at least many of us have felt injustice. Injustice is a powerful word. We have felt unheard. We have felt like we've been treated unfair. You know, it's interesting the way that we're wired. Uh, There is a TV show. I don't know if it's still going or not, uh, but it's called Brain Games. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but it's, it's really a show that demonstrates how our brain works. And they demonstrate it through different activities and games that we can do with our brain uh, to, to uh, elicit uh, the activity of our brain and how it works, um, which of course is amazing. God is amazing. And our human brain is, uh, could maybe not be any greater example of his unbelievable handiwork. But there was an episode on brain games that I'll rem- that I always remember where they're actually testing what's called the limbic system, which is a system in our brain that activates our feelings and our emotions. And they had these three people on a game show and they were doing kind of a test on this game show. One person was sort of the subject who didn't know what was going on. And the two other contestants were actors. And they would ask questions, fairly easy questions. And the subject of this test obviously knew the answer and he would hit his buzzer. And the two actors would hit their buzzer clearly after he hit his buzzer. But the game show would always allow and the podium would light up to the two actors and not the subject. Despite clearly he hitting the buzzer first. And it was so interesting because this the subject of this test was such a nice man. You could tell he was very sweet. He was having fun. But as this progressed, as he continued to realize that he hit the button first and the other two players were given the the opportunity to answer, he became more frustrated. And you could see a little redness, a little flush in his face. Then finally, he he had to say something and he said, you know, I feel like I've been hitting my buzzer first, uh, clearly. Uh, And of course, the game show host sort of ignored him and dismissed him. And then he felt unheard. And he felt injustice and he felt unfair. And the point of this exercise on this show was to show how his his limbic system was activating and he began to become more enraged, even though he as a person was so kind. And, And we may have been feeling that lately, that our limbic system is fired up and we've been feeling angry. We've been feeling the injustice. We've been feeling unheard. But I'm going to give you a Bible verse that's a hard one to hear when we're going through times. I'm going to give you a few of those here during this podcast. But in James chapter 2, verse 12, it says, So speak, and so act. So speak, and so act. As those who are to be judged under, and listen to this, the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy, to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Now, we sometimes get a little confused about the difference between grace and mercy. Grace 
is something that's given to someone that does not deserve it. Mercy is something that's not given to someone that does deserve it. So he is talking about the law of liberty. I love that term, especially during this time. And the law of liberty is to operate in mercy. See, now Jesus came, and whether we like it or not, Jesus flipped everything upside down. And many in his day did not like it. And some today are not going to like it. And the zealots of his time thought that Jesus was the one who was going to overthrow the Romans and the political powers of the day because they were unjust and they were unfair. But then Jesus comes along and he says, you have heard it, heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and bless those who curse you and do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Why? That you may be sons of your father in heaven. See, my friends, this is about culture. This is about the culture of our house, the culture and the home in which we live, the culture of the Father. And he sent Jesus to go declare this culture to the world. And we got to think about this. Think about the political times in which they lived, Jesus's time. We think that we have it bad. We think that we're being treated unfairly. They were literally persecuted. But then Jesus came and he released a new law, not a law of stone, but a law written on our hearts. And in this context, he called it the law of liberty. (laughs) What does this mean? It means that we will be under bondage. Now, let me give you my testimony this last week. There have been times, especially on Wednesday of last week, when I'm watching this on the news, that I felt bondage. I felt something in my spirit that was that was yucky and was dark. And maybe you felt it over these past couple months. It's a political spirit if it would, if you would, if you would, and we're under that heaviness, that bondage. And that's what we feel when we're under the law of judgment only. Now, interestingly, In James 2.12, it doesn't say that we aren't supposed to judge. It doesn't say that mercy cancels judgment. We, as the ambassadors of heaven, we can judge what is right and what is wrong and what is true and what is false. He gives us the mind and the will and the emotions and the spirit to, to to operate in righteous judgment here on this earth. But what Jesus came along to say is that there is a superior way. A superior way. Mercy doesn't cancel judgment. It triumphs over it. It's a superior way of living. Mercy should come first. A superior way of living. Where have we heard that before? It's the definition of culture. The sum total ways of living. That's culture. And Jesus says, I have a superior way. It's called the law of liberty. 
It sets us free. So if we feel like there's real unfairness, real injustice, the things that we are facing right now as a nation, what do we do? Well, today, we have a powerful choice to make, just like any other day that we live. We have powerful choices to make. And that's for mercy to come first over judgment, for mercy to triumph over judgment, for mercy to trump judgment. I like the phrase. I like the play on words. Because mercy comes first. It is the most difficult thing that we have to do as Christians on this earth. That's to stand up for what is right and turn the other cheek. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, that is not easy. That's not easy to stand up for what is right and turn the other cheek. But my friends, this is what sets the culture. It's the culture of the law of liberty. So Jesus made the same point when he talked about the parable of the unforgiving steward in Matthew 18. We know the story of the ruler and a man comes to him indebted to the ruler and the ruler forgives his debt. He leaves debt free, but then he goes out and he challenges those who owe him to pay him. And he treated them severely. This man is brought back before the righteous judge, the righteous ruler. And he said, I showed you mercy, but you did not operate in the law of liberty. You operated only in the law of judgment. See, we feel, many of us feel like something has been stolen from us, like literally stolen from us, that something is owed to us. There is a debt that needs to get paid. And my question for you is we as Christians, do we settle the debt? Do we look for someone to pay us back? Or do we forgive the debt? Huh. Forgiveness, forgiveness of a debt is proceeding like nothing is owed to you. The man that left the righteous ruler's palace left owing nothing. Forgiveness is proceeding like nothing is owed to you. Jesus had every opportunity. Jesus had every resource to his disposal to settle the debt on the cross. But instead, he chose to forgive it. Not only for the circumstances of the crucifixion, forgive them for they know not what they do, but for the whole world. So my friends, <clears throat> this is not easy. And I am not asking for us to lose our resolve, our sense of justice. And most importantly, I'm not asking for us to lose the love of our nation. I'm not even asking for us to not judge the situation. I am asking for us to be merciful and to be merciful first. See, mercy is not a passive word. It's not giving up. It's not cowering. 
and it's definitely not sitting down and shutting up. That's not mercy. Mercy is not giving something that someone does deserve. So what do we feel like our quote-unquote enemies deserve? They deserve our anger, our disrespect, our dishonor, even our hate. But I released a podcast almost exactly a year ago. It's my second podcast titled, Which Comes First, Honor or Anger? It's one of my most listened to podcasts, and I encourage you to go back and listen to that. It's about order. It's about what comes first. We can even have righteous anger, but it always needs to be delivered through a filter of honor. It is the pathway to open conversation, and open conversation is the only way things change. We can't force ourselves or our views onto people any more than we want them to force them on us. We want to have a conversation about culture and what is best for us and the superior way of living. Honor, respect. See, it says to pray for those who persecute you. Now listen, this is going to be hard to hear, (laughs) but here I go. As we pray for those to whom we disagree, remember honor doesn't mean agreement. We should not pray that they would change or that God would change their mind. We should pray that they would succeed. (laughs) That's the way the father wants his children to act. That's the culture of the father. And it's the law of liberty. Where we cheer each other on and pray for others to succeed. We need to pray for visitation. Everyone who's listening to this podcast who is a Christian is a Christian because of a visitation from a real God who has wooed you. And we know this to be true, that one encounter changes everything. It's the only thing that brings real change is the change in the heart. So this isn't a call to something different just so I can control my limbic system. (laughs) My limbic system has felt fried this last week. This isn't just so I feel a little bit better about our current situation so that we can go on with life. Not at all. This is a call to strategy. This is engaging the superior way, the superior law, the law of liberty. That's what this podcast is all about. This is what all my podcasts are about. It's about culture, the sum total ways of living. Mercy is a strategy. That actually unlocks things. I am convinced that at best, there was some unfairness in this election. At the worst, outright fraud and the stealing of the election. I've mentioned before that we need 13 pieces of evidence to change someone's mind once it's made up. My mind is somewhat made up. So if anybody's listening to this would like to offer me 13 pieces of evidence that would change my mind, I will humbly read it and listen to it. But the bigger question is, what am I going to do about it? Well, we know, my friends, what doesn't work. What doesn't work? 
anger, dishonor, disrespect. Literal and figuratively storming the Capitol. We can do that with our bodies. We can do that with our words. We can do it with our actions, even with our spirit. It doesn't work. Even our president, in my opinion, has had some honor issues and it closed some very important doors for him. So it's honor. You know, this week, I had a politician call me and ask for my opinion. (laughs) What a blessing. What an honor. I referenced my podcast to him and he listened to it. It makes me so happy to sit in that place of influence. He spoke about the real visceral anger that is current in our political system. And he had a strategy that he shared with me. And it was honor. It was honor. That's his strategy. I was inspired by that. I challenge you to talk to politicians, to even call for an investigation. We're going to have an election again in two years, and it needs to be fair. But we also need to do one of the hardest things of all. One of the hardest things that we can do is stand for what's right and turn the other cheek. (laughs) To operate in a spirit of mercy first and engage with honor. So if your limbic system has been a little bit fried, this is what I'm going to ask for you for this week or forever how long it takes. I did this. You can see it on the YouTube video. I I made a post-it note. And it says, Mercy Trumps Judgment. It's the title of my podcast. And I'm putting it on my desk. I'm going to ask you to do the same. Put it on your refrigerator, wherever you need to put it. To calm your limbic system. But more importantly, to engage the law of liberty. Where mercy trumps judgment. Mercy first. It's the higher way of living. It's the superior way of living. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I have been overwhelmed and so appreciative of the feedback that I've been getting. And I expect it from this episode too. Please tell me what you think. Tell me what you feel. Even if you disagree with me, I want to hear because it's about conversation and honor. We are refreshing uh, the the Pushback podcast platform. It's been somewhat difficult for some people to find some things on YouTube and through our website. So we are starting a new website specifically for Pushback. It'll be easier for you to leave your comments and your questions to find previous podcasts either on YouTube or in a podcast format. There'll be an opportunity for you to donate to this because this is listener supported. And so stay tuned over the next couple of weeks as I give you more information on that. So thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. So now let's go together in mercy and in honor to set and shape the culture.